everybody hey babe look who it is DeRosa <laughs> Sal's Sal's uh Sal's uh will be back soon uh just got got uh busy filming Impractical Jokers yeah and um and so now uh Joe and I are here together and we're gonna do hey babe I'm gonna do taste buds and that's what it's gonna be okay because yeah. it's the no pressure network and don't you forget it there you go dude you you're go. fucking first of all it actually made me angry it made me actually angry yesterday because you're such a fucking pig. And <laughs> and I went to see you do your hour, your new hour at, at uh, New York Comedy Festival. And I was expecting to go in there and boo you and be like and just watch a joke fail and just laugh in the back. And you fucking crushed with like good thought out <laughs> material. And and then, and you and you did it all in plaid pants. <laughs> And then and but the material was so good. And then to make the plant pants worse, you put on a mustard overcoat. Yeah. Like like, you know, like you were like it was like you were a woman from the 1970s. Right. And I was so angry. I was like, I wanted to make so many jokes about your outfit and be like, oh, I hate it. Blah, blah, blah. But I just kept saying how good your bits were because they were good. Thank you. Thank God, you. God, I still hope I, the nurses I, cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, when I when, when I remember last night when you walked in. As you could I, just see I'm, my big goofy head. I'm embarrassed to admit this. I mean, I got like a little nervous when you walked in because I was like, oh, like my friends here now, and like, yeah, I hope it keeps going well. And I remember the part when you walked in. I like I like stumbled for a second. I forgot a line and I had to like go back in the middle of the joke and like reinsert the line that I forgot. <laughs> it was to like say. a hot chick walking in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A big thick fucking hot yeah, chick. Yeah, big thick fucking Dude, I, I I and you know, we can edit this out uh uh if you don't want if it like spoils a bit. I don't think it does, but dude, I was dying laughing to learn that your own Cut that out. Okay, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because right, that's I, a I was good surprise in the show. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Because all right, so so forget forget that. We won't talk okay. about that. But that was like legitimately. Uh, just go see his material. It was fucking. Thanks, dude, dude. If if even I'm telling you to go see it, and I want nothing more than Joe to just fucking, you know, get hit <laughs> by a bus and survive, is 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 I'm telling you, it's good, dude. Dude, what? A <laughs> Look at that. We're New Balances now. No, it makes is me it, sick. Is it, but are these cool though? Look at. No. What? <laughs> Look, it's the Amy Lynn, uh, what is it? A Aim Leon Dior. Fucking Are these good, pimp? What do you think of New Balance? Aren't New Balances back in? They're fine. They're fine. They're yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I'm literally wearing them because I'm like, I gotta walk around the city all day and they're comfortable. Remember when Remember when you weren't allowed to wear New Balances because they voted for Trump? <laughs> <laughs> well, these voted for him too. Look at that. <laughs> Look at those things, dude. Dude, you they're got white and green. Chaos has the Amelia Earhart fucking New Balances <laughs> on. Dude, I got a show in Boston. I got a show in Boston this weekend. And I'm going to wear it just to fuck it because it's Celtics color. Dude, I got reprimanded. We what had happened? Bobby Kelly. We had Bobby Kelly on taste buds. Oh, look, last Colin week. Quinn's calling me. Should I pick it up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, pick on. it up. That pig. Colin. I want the right now. All right. Well, here, here. First of all, let me tell you right now, I'm sitting here doing a podcast with Joe DeRosa. Any words for Joe DeRosa? Or French toast or whatever. <laughs> Colin, how's it going? Why are you calling Chris Stefano? Of all the numbers you could have scrolled past, why did you land and choose Chris Stefano? Well, I'm 
it's it's confidential. We have big things happening. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Then, then I'll call you back in a little bit. I'll tell you how it went last night. The man of the hour never showed up. So I waited there for an hour and a half, and I just, instead of meeting the guy who I was supposed to meet, I all I did was meet Billy Hayes' childhood friends. Uh... I ate fucking fried calamari with, you know, with, with fucking, uh, uh, you know, Henry O or whatever from Marine Park. <laughs> so I didn't even meet the guy that we were supposed to fucking meet. But it's fine. Joe, Joe's getting. Joe doesn't even care about any of this stuff. He's not even interested. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Chris. His connection is Billy Hayes. <laughs> Bill- all right, I'll call you later, Colin. All right, later. Yeah, Billy Hayes, by the way, good uh, friend of ours that we all know. Billy, he showed up to a dinner last night. He has no front tooth. What? He said he bit into a mango in the Dominican Republic and his tooth snapped he, out. He what is, a pig. I love Billy Age. He's one of my favorite guys on earth. He's an absolute pig. pig. He sent me. We were. Oh, wait. So I got to tell you. So okay. this is also taste buds related. Billy Hayes the other day sent me a picture because we talked about the Lando Lakes butter girl on uh, taste buds. Like if, if she's hot or not. Yeah. Yeah. That she was hot. And Billy Hayes sent me a picture of Lando Lakes butter. And he was like, did you ever as a kid fold the box because if you fold the box a certain way, her knees, it looks like she's holding her boobs. What? Yeah. And I was Dude, like, Billy Hayes is Jeffrey Dahmer. I know. He goes, no, we all did this as kids. And he goes, you ever do that? I go, no, I came from a good family. Yeah, yeah, I came from a good family. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't raised by hoodlums in it's Brooklyn. It's so crazy. Dude. But, but, but the other the thing I was going to tell you about Boston was we had Bobby Kelly on Taste Buds. Okay. And Skinny Bobby. Yeah. He he was the one that brought up the Land Lakes girl. But anyway, he, uh. Because he misses butter. How much butter did Bobby used to eat? Yeah, he misses it. Dude, he looks great now. He does. He does. Um, he, uh, he like said, oh, oh, he was like sitting like this. Okay. And he had on like a sort of like kind of like a hip New York outfit. And I made fun of him. And I said, I said, you can't sit like that in Boston. They're so homophobic. Like they yeah. won't let you go home if you right. sit like that. Some dumb joke like that. Some guy wrote to me, and he goes, listen, dude, I'm a big fan. I love you. You were way off base with that Boston comment. It's not homophobic here anymore. It's not racist. Yes, it is. By the way, nothing lets you know something's homophobic and racist and somebody telling you it's not homophobic and racist. Yeah, of course it is. (laughs) Fucking unbelievable. Dude, yeah, I mean, uh, Boston Boston is one of those cities, for whatever reason, it gets We love Boston, by the way. I love Boston. I just can't believe a guy took it that seriously. God, do you realize what a lunatic you have to be to even write someone, to even write to someone about that, <laughs> to even write to someone and say I, I was offended by your joke? Do you think that that guy, you think that guy uh, who wrote that is pr- he's probably in the closet? But but <laughs> speaking of that, I think you should talk about the concert you went to this week. Oh hell yeah! Oh the 1975 dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Look at that. No, I know. I, know. Well, I mean. I know. What about it? How about this? I swear to God. And shout out to whoever this kid was because it made everyone around me laugh and I had no comeback. You bought the sweatshirt? Yeah, 85 bucks. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I'm a I, fan. I, look, I'm a fan of the bands I go to see, too. I, I never buy the sweatshirt. It's always the biggest ripoff at the yeah, merch. Yeah, I know. The t-shirt was 40 bucks. I guarantee I you, too. too. You I guarantee you, too, this doesn't even have the good lining on it. It's got the pilly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that, dude. That's got one, maybe two washes in it at most. And then it's far, and then it shrinks. No, no this is so pilly, dude. That's gonna come out. What on, does pilly mean? Like, 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 if you wore this on a white T-shirt and you took it off, you would have black stuff all over your T-shirt. Oh, so they cheap, they cheaped out on the material. Yeah. 
Dude, look at that thing. You thought that looked like a quality Dude, sweatshirt? The 1975 are quality. It looks like they fucking airbrushed that on. <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was the average age there? The so thing? the average age was was 23-year-old girls and gay guys. Um, and then I went with Jasmine. But we were literally, we were sitting down. We were sitting. Um, Who was hotter, the guys or the girls? Dude, the guys were fa- Bro, this one guy was dancing the whole night. He was a gay guy with no shirt on. I just kept looking at him, dude. He fucking... <laughs> yeah. Just his rhythm, I was like, holy shit. But literally, some fan... Somebody yelled, you know, before the concert started. You know, he could kind of like... You know, that it was after the openers went on. It was an interim between the openers going on and 1975. He had like 20 minutes. So we're all just chilling, getting ready. And uh, somebody yells out, yo, Chrissy. So like I look up. And it goes, I thought that it was just a bit you liked in 1975, but I guess you really are gay. And, dude, <laughs> if he yelled that in public in, in New York City and it fucking killed. And even Jasmine was laughing at me. I know, come back. But when they started playing those songs, I was like, I don't know, dude. I just got entranced by the music. I love the music so much. And Jasmine was like, this is, you're like really like letting loose. So I was like, yeah, I fucking love this band. Really? Were you dancing? Yeah. I was and I wore my Deutschland Special Olympics jacket. Did you cry? Any heartfelt moments? No, I didn't cry. But when they played um, a couple of the songs from when I got into them, like some of their older hits, I got you know pretty nostalgic, and I was like, wow. And then Alex Edelman was there. Alex Edelman knows the band. Oh, Ad- Edelman? Oh, wait. I thought you meant Alex, our ad guy, for a second. <laughs> I got Alex, confused. the ad guy. No, Alex Edelman is a great comic from new york or boston um yeah. he knows the band so he we were gonna maybe hang with the band he was like i'll text you if i meet up with them i'll let you know like what's going on and then was, i just kind of was a lie i, I love a lie when i hear i know one. i never got bro a text. i swear i'll text you let me just go check it out and uh, yeah okay. bro, but uh, but then even just ja- like who didn't show up at you? oh good well no jasmine she goes i was like oh we should wait around and she goes chris you're acting like a loser. Yeah, that's what she's. <laughs> no, she dude. literally looked at me. She goes, "You're acting like we a loser." Wait around. The janitor was gonna yell well, at you. Well, she like, goes, Buddy, "You gotta go." She goes, "Chris." She, I was like, "This band, whatever." She goes, "You're like." She goes, "I know they're playing MSG because she was like, you know, like you're sucking their dicks." She was like, "And I get it that you love the band." She was like, "But you're waiting outside like a fangirl." And then she starts looking at. She goes, "You have more followers than the than the band." <laughs> she was like, "What are you talking?" Besides the lead singer, she was like, "What What are you doing?" And I was like, "No, jazz. Like this is it." important to me she was like she was like she actually made she put it on me she was like she was like you know how like when you do your show when you do your stand-up show at a smaller venue than msg of course she was like but you do your stand-up show and then people come into the green room that you don't know and you want to die because you just performed you just gave it your and now you have to make small talk she was like that's how they'll feel about you yeah of course. so why would you not just Go through whatever proper channels you have. If you really like them, maybe you can meet with them and get them on the podcast. Do something in a professional space. Yeah. And stop waiting around like a fangirl to go into the bar they're at. Jazz is so smart and you don't deserve her. Yeah. She really is just better than you. Dude, I literally put a video up of hers like singing along to this or not singing along, kind of just looking at me and all the comments. She received a million comments. I received a, a, a million comments from, from my IG guy told me like everyone just saying how beautiful she is and how I don't deserve Dude, her. I'm going to fucking 
move into your house like the Watcher, into your <laughs> fucking mansion. I'm going to hit on Jazz like the way the security yeah. guy in that show bangs the 15-year-old yeah. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love, that. I love that on Staten Island, what my house would be considered a, a mansion. It doesn't even have a finished basement, but that's good for <laughs> they Staten They didn't have I- a finished basement on the Watcher either. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing is they have to finish the basement. Dude, that show stunk. You, I, the, the ending of the – I know we spoke about it a bit on yet. Hey, but the, the, dude, the ending of the Watcher is going to be infuriating. I will say why? Because there's no closure. There's no closure at all, dude. There's that. no closure at all. Because because God forbid they don't they don't turn it into a second season, which they're doing. It got picked up for a second. season. They are right. That's same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I watched Inside Man with Stanley Tucci, and who's got the hairiest forearms on the planet. It's like yeah. if I was Stanley Tucci, because you can't have like little baby, you know, hairless upper arms and then just a hairy form. It looks fucking weird. Yeah. And uh, he looked like a, like look like a baby chimp, and <laughs> he has a body like a baby chimp, and um. And um, so that show, I was, it's, it's about the inside man. It's about a guy, you know, Stanley Tucci plays like, all you got to know is he, he's, he's, a, he's in prison for murder. And the whole concept of the show is everybody can have one bad day and murder someone. It just takes the right circumstance and the right person. So, and it was a miniseries. So I'm thinking, okay, the fourth episode, you're going to find out why Tucci's in jail. You're going to find out the couple that they were talking about, why they did what they did, have an ending. What are they going to do with this person that they've abducted? And you don't. It just ends on a cliffhanger. And I'm like, why? Like, it fucks with the art so much where it's like, dude, I, I need closure. Like, now you're just going to drag this story on? Just make another fucking, just finish this one. Finish The Watcher. And then make something else. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like, I don't understand. You could, you could do another show with that money. You could do, The Watcher should have been four episodes. At the most, maybe five. I just mean, a short film just a short film. By the way, let me. It just... was yeah. It was just too. It just goes on. That fucking private detective on that show, the lady they hire. There's literally a moment in every episode she's in where she has solved the case, right? And then in the next episode, she's completely wrong, and then she goes, "I have figured it out." And it's like you would be like, "Lady, you are fucking fired." fired. Yeah, you are fired. You don't know what you're doing, like. It's but here's the weird part. I read the real story. It's it's weirdly like pretty close to it. It's yeah. not that different. It's not well they said that they've embellished. They've said that they've embellished details and they combined two stories. What the real story is supposedly is just the watcher um uh somebody just left uh notes in a mailbox. They all the other stuff killing the animals, that's all made up. No, no, that stuff was. But like the thing where they become pariahs in the neighborhood, oh, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. like all that stuff, I think was real. Yeah, that, yeah. The, the the gamer, the gamer tag thing was real. The internet handle. Oh, okay. Like a guy they knew, like he was. That was real. But it wasn't the security guy, which was a terrible. That was terrible when they were just like, it's just a coincidence that your security guy is called the Watcher. Yeah. When he goes on Xbox, stupid. it was so why stupid. Why is writing getting so much worse as the decades go on? Like, why can't people write your show? I can tell you why. I can tell you exactly why, pimp. I'm glad you asked. You Thank you for bringing right that place. up. By the way, anytime do, I never noticed something about Joe, but anytime he makes fun of me or says anything, all I'm going to go back to is that this is a grown man that has multiple commas tattooed on his arm. <laughs> 
Do you, could you imagine you had he has multiple commas tattooed on his arm and he gets he yells at me about scripture on my form. He has commas. He has fucking punctuation. Well, I know what the fans are commenting right now. What? You guys promised them tattoos. You forced each other to, to agree to tattoos that you never I'm working through. on are the my tattoos? Ho- I'm working on my hoagie tattoo as we speak. Hoagie tattoo and you and were the You were going to get the Verrazano Bridge tattooed on your arm if I got a hoagie. All right. I'm, I'm still down for that. Because what, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the Verrazano Bridge on and I'm going to put my kids' names through it too. <laughs> just oh to make it even God. more Staten Island. <laughs> or maybe animal. I'll have the Verrazano Bridge and I'll just, on the other side, I'll just have Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ with an American flag <laughs> over him. <laughs> How crazy would that be? Jesus with an American flag on him is a great tattoo. I think tattoo. it was this couch that we said yeah. we promised That him. was August of last, of yeah. 21. Yeah. That was the last time he came to my house. This yeah, dude, I haven't seen it now. I haven't seen it in... I, I realized it because I thought it was August of this year. It was August of last year. It was the last time yeah. I came to your well, apartment. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that Joe's now back into painting. What do you think about Joe's art career? Wait, wait, wait. I want to answer your question. <laughs> That's going to be a meaty thing. I know. Don't, trust me, it's not lost on me. We'll get into Oh, that. wow. I just noticed that now. Oh, my God. But I want to answer your question about why it's writing hard, sucks. It's, it's two things. Number one, the pandemic. And you're seeing like the fallout of like pandemic product is bad everywhere now. It's down, and you're seeing except for Joey Rose's sandwich shop. Yeah, except for Joey Rose's sandwich shop and no press. No press. Yeah, stand up comedy, baby. I am coming to Toronto, November seventeenth, eighteenth. Buffalo, November nineteenth. All the shows almost sold out, but go to christycomedy.com for Tiki Wiki's brand new stand up hour. So go check it. And then we got New Year's Eve in Huntington, Long Island, and we got the South Charleston, South Carolina, and North Carolina, December fifteenth uh, to the seventeenth. Uh, all the tickets are almost sold out, but go take a peek, christycomedy.com for Tiki Wiki's brand new hour. Yeah. Babe, you need to learn a new language. Babbel is the only one that I'd suggest. I've been using it. As you know, my family speaks Spanish. Now I can speak better Spanish because of Babbel. They, um, it's, it's fun. It's easy. It's like these little bite-sized lessons. And what I love about them the most is it's a team of language experts that made the app. It's not some robotic software. Okay, it's actual people. We're not in Boston Dynamics Lab here making up language apps. These are real people, language experts that made this app, and I like that. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish. Spanish, French, Italian, and German. And Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve the pronunciation and accent, and that's key. The ba- it's, the, it, it's all about the accent, you know? Anybody can say, you know, some dumb word in Spanish. Anybody could say, you know, yo soy Christopher, you know? But it's like, yo soy Cristobal. That's what Babbel teaches you. Um, start a new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, if you go to babbel.com slash heybabe, that's babbel.com slash heybabe, you're going to get 55% off your subscription. Okay, that's a lot of freaking money. That's more than half off. 55% off your subscription if you go to babbel.com slash heybabe, Babbel, language learning for life. What's up, guys? Big announcement. First of all, the IJ Tour is going on right now. The pre-sales is going on right now, uh, and they go on sale Friday morning, uh, which is tomorrow morning, and it is the pre-sale code is IJ Drive. We're coming to a ton of cities, so go to ImpracticalJokersLive.com for tickets, and then come see your boy. Uh, October 28th, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. October 29th, two in Hershey in Pennsylvania, and then the following weekend, we got Knoxville, November 11th, two in Atlanta on November 12th, and Al- uh, Alabama, Birmingham, November 13th. Everything on sale right now at SavileConnorComedy.com. I'll see you there. But you're seeing the product drop in almost everything now, right? In like, like service, the service industry, everything. Like no matter no matter what it is, like there's a quality drop off because of supply chain issues, because of staffing issues, all these things. My 
a coffee shop down the street from here. They have a sign in the window, and they're like, guys, we're really sorry. We can't. It's a coffee shop. They're like, we can't be open during the day anymore because we have staff, so many staffing issues. Like, that's so, when, pro- so when do they open? At night? At night, dude. At night, what? just to st- I probably just to stay afloat. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! Because you they know used to they used to I think they used to close at night too. It's yeah. crazy, dude. Dude, so- well, it's it, 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 these staffing issues are like my my friend opened up uh, uh, like a bakery that serves breakfast uh, near me, and he was like, I can't get a cook. Like I cannot get a cook. He was like, there no nobody will take this job, which is like because the pandemic's been over. The fact that the fact that well, here's the thing. It's not over. It's just not as much of a threat as it was. But they still have yet to address it in the proper way. It They have still have not addressed it as an endemic. Right. They keep addressing it as a pandemic. They're not addressing... Well, you had never- the opportunity to vote for change and you didn't. <laughs> this was a... You, the wrong wave is coming. <laughs> this was never... Oh, sorry. This is Hey Babe, not Chaos. <laughs> sorry. This was never addressed or handled in the appropriate way, but that's a whole other thing. The 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 but the point is is uh, you're seeing the 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 quality hit of all that, right? But then also too, you're living in a like we talked about this on We'll See You in Hell. Like Pat was like, I don't understand why like everybody like he was talking about the new Fletch movie, and he was like, I don't understand why everybody's talking about this movie being so great. It's not that good. And I go, Pat, is we're living in a culture right now where you can't criticize anybody. Now, forget the immediate reality of that, where it's like you. Can, like I talked about it in the show last, and I'm like, you can't, you can't yell at employees anymore. No. Like you can't. Yeah, and I'm not that saying that bit. as a boss. Like I'm not saying I want to. I'm just saying like if I if yeah. I needed to, you could, yeah. you can't. Like yeah. it, you just, we don't live in that reality anymore. Weird. It like, like. Staff changes, all that stuff has to be handled so differently now, and that does affect quality control in its own. In its own, and I'm I'm just talking generally. I'm not talking my own experience, but we're also living in a thing where we we live in a full on corporatocracy now. Everything has been corporatized, right? And you just look at it with the entertainment industry. I go, Pat. Everybody that is online that's talking about how great this movie is, they're all in the entertainment business. They can't criticize it. Because everything is corporatized now. You can't criticize this thing because not only do you know three people that work on it, right? If you don't know three people that work on it, you know another person that's working on a thing that you're working on that's connected to this. Or you just don't want to be, everything is streamed now. You don't want to be on the outs with Netflix by saying a Netflix right. project or whatever right. it is sucks. You, so, so there's no real criticism anymore. And then when criticism does happen... It's a lot of the look at look look at the way people. My fucking bar. It's five star reviews or one star reviews. Yeah. This podcast. It's five star reviews or one star reviews. Taste buds. Five star reviews or one star reviews. Right. YouTube comments. This is the greatest thing ever. Or I hate this and I hope you all fucking die. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Ninety eight percent from critics. Twenty two percent from the audience. It's like, dude. That what happened to just like balance whatever anymore? Would you just go, yeah, man? Like, the, here's my nuanced take on a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Look at Amazon reviews. It's five star reviews and one star reviews, and you and then on top of it, you don't know what's real and what's not. You look at five star reviews and you go, did they pay for these? Is right. there people that work for them right. doing these? Whatever. You look at one star reviews. You go, are these trolls? Is this real? Like, right. How could anything be of full quality anymore 
when this is the when this is the climate you live in you can't it's it's insane like when when and i'm not just saying this because i'm a mom and pop proprietor when you find a mom and pop business that you like that makes a good product support it because that is a fucking unfound commodity anymore and it's going to keep going away my kids my th just the other day like you know like cold stone is like you know great ice cream whatever i fucking love chrissy cold stone i love i love cold stone ice cream i but, hate your nickname so much dude that's it's literally what I, i'm defined by i know yeah oh my god yeah, dude it's yeah. your fucking larry the cable guy it's yeah your... dude it's what i'm taking it to the bank dude <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to be doing arenas and then it's just because of my nicknames i need wait finish your point <laughs> Well, I took, I took, you know, my kids, you know, we, we go to Cold Stone uh, a lot more than we should, but whatever. And, um, and my daughter was like, I, I don't like, she was like all like, she was like, isn't there like a place where like, you know, nobody's wearing uniforms? Like somewhere with my daughter was like, is yeah. like she, she doesn't know how to articulate, but she was like, is there a place where people aren't wearing uniforms where we could eat ice cream? So I think in her mind, she's saying like a mom and pop so i took her to this, this place in my neighborhood when my i grew up called eddie's sweet shop and it's been an ice cream shop there since the 1920s right and it's like looks like you're walking back in time and it's literally you know people in eddie's sweet shop like a mom and pop shop where they give you ice cream like in a dish and it's like this it's not the whole song and dance elaborate scheme of cold stone even though cold stone's amazing it's like this little mom and pop shop and my daughter loved that ice cream like so much more and like love the experience of it so much more that I was like, oh shit, I got to start taking her. Like, like the fact that my kids don't get excited, don't have a Toys R Us is really like, it sucks. Cause that's like some of my fondest memories, like going to Toys R Us. Yeah. And now Amazon getting things in boxes. Like, yeah, my kids like it. But when, when we take them to an actual toy store, the joy, like yeah. it, it, it's like a whole experience that, yeah. that they're just lost. And on. that's the thing too. That was a bummer. Like Toys R Us, I, I had a Toys R Us near me in uh, when I lived in L.A. Right. You didn't have a Toys R Us near you when you lived in Pennsylvania? <laughs> no. Well, we had Kitty City was our toy store. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Nice. Sounds like a pedo store. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was awesome, though. It was an awesome store. Kitty City. Yeah. And we had Toys R Us, too, but Kitty City was our main one. But anyway, I had a Toys R Us near me when I lived in L.A., and I would go because they had video games. So I would go in right. to buy video games. Oh, and I would grown up. <laughs> were you in your late 30s when you were doing that? Dude, I do it now in my <laughs> mid-40s. Honestly, dude, I think that you figured it out, though. I think you're living the freest life of all of us, and I kind of fucking... It kind of, like, I'm kind of envy. I am an absolute pig on the loose, dude. There is no stopping me. <laughs> yeah. I do whatever I want whatever whenever want I feel do. like it. Yeah, whatever you... Anytime you see... Anytime, anytime you uh, see Joe on a late-night Instagram story, just look for the hoof prints on the cement, <laughs> and then you'll know what bar you went to. But, dude, I'm telling you something. Like... It was a bummer because I would go into the Toys R Us and I would sometimes I would just walk around it because I was like for nostalgia. I'd be like, oh, yeah, man, it's like cool. It's like a Toys R Us. And dude, it was a bummer like because they were on their way out. But just the way those stores even looked before they closed. Yeah, they didn't look and feel like toy stores. Anymore. No, no. They, they felt, felt like, like warehouses. Yeah, it felt like a Kmart that just had, yeah. you know, or, or like a Walmart. But it but it had toys instead of of. You know, home goods, or but whatever. like that's why, like I think, like not even it didn't even feel as as warm and welcoming as a Walmart. What Walmart is not a very like warm environment. It's just it yeah. feels like sort of industrial, you know? Right. <clears throat> I want to just fucking like find like where's like a good village? Like I want to just like go. I want to like drive and and take my family to like a nice village, dude. I want to. That's all I want. I dream about moving to it. I where do you want to go? 
I'll tell you a great place, New Hope, Pennsylvania. I love New Hope, Pennsylvania. It's expensive as shit. I love New Hope, Pennsylvania. There's a great hotel there called Odette's by the River. Yeah. It's one of the best times I've ever had in my life. It's I stayed great. there last year for Halloween. It's great, dude. I'm, yeah. I, I, I have like all kinds of alerts on my, uh, like trying to find a affordable. What are you going to move to New Hope, Pennsylvania? No, I want to, but I. Sal's never going to come to the box. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to buy a house out in Pennsylvania as, a, as an investment in a well, place. Or like the Poconos, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about the Poconos. Poconos. I decided against ultimately. It was like a little too remote, and I don't know anybody in that area. Yeah. Like, I know people in, like, the New Hope area. Like, I could go down there and see my friends and stuff. New Hope know? is, I've multiple times driven from, even when I was living in Brooklyn, just drove to New Hope, Pennsylvania for the day. It's cool. awesome over there. The it's great. Bridge, there's a bridge that George Washington crossed. But, dude, here's the other thing, too. Like, like, like it's everything's just breaking down, dude. Like, people don't, like, dude, we have this... I, I, it's funny because it might sound like it's just an experience that I'm having personally, but I do think it's indicative of kind of what's that. We have this thing going on at the bar where we have to constantly tell these 15-year-old kids. And it's, when I say these 15-year-old kids, I don't mean the same five. There's like four different packs of 15-year-old kids. Like, guys, you can't just sit like in our outdoor space. Yeah. You can't just do it. Like, this is for like customers and stuff. And they're nice. They're nice kids. They're not shitty. What are they doing out there? What are they getting into? They just sit, dude. They just sit. Sometimes so I've, just... I've 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 caught them. I've caught them. Tra- I've caught them trying to smoke weed in there, and I have to be like, like what? You in your in your trailer thing outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to just constantly chase packs of kids. Dude, this is like old school New York shit. That's hilarious, uh, dude. To but get this rid is the of wild. That this is New the York most City. wild thing. This is the most wild thing. This last night, dude. Last night, I was in there after we did the show at Black With your y- mustard yellow pea coat on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, this kid comes walking in. Dude, he was like 15. I go, I go, buddy, you got to get out of here. This is a bar. You're not allowed in here. Yeah. He goes, I just want to use the bathroom. I go, you're not allowed. Yeah, you you legally yeah. cannot walk and he out goes, And the kid was like, I don't understand, man. And he was like going back and forth with me. And then finally, he was like, listen to me. I was like, dude, you have to go right now. Yeah. And he left. And I go, dude. This is insane. I go when I was fifteen. This is what I. This is what I'm saying is indicative of what's going on. When I was fifteen, I understood what laws were. Right. Like I understood. Like I'm not allowed in that place. I'm not 21. Like I feel like, and 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 I and I feel like, the point is is illustrated by the fact that it's not one group of kids. You can't point to it and go these four kids. You know, no, their like parents are telling thing. It's a completely a generational thing. Right. And it's like they don't even under. And again, they're nice kids. Like they're, they come from like decent homes and shit. They have manners. Right. But they don't understand like the way the world works. It's right. crazy. Yeah. Dude. Nobody's it's crazy because Chris is going to be at the center of this in the next few years. Yeah, dude. My daughter's seven, dude. She's literally the the timing is working out where like when in about eight years, it, there could be like full world upheaval and she'll be a fucking teenage girl. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be insane. There's going to be, like, riots in the streets, and then I have to deal with a teenage daughter. Do you think it'll be that bad? Do you think it's going to... Like, I think no, the listen, middle class is going to go away. Listen, I'm optimistic. Right. I, I always try to be optimistic. I guess because I am a dad, I try to be optimistic, if at very least, at least, just convince myself and lie to myself that at home my daughter see an optimistic uh, person. Um, but I do feel... Here's why I think my father is 75 years old, and my father 
is like, this is the worst time I've ever experienced. My dad's saying that. He's like, and he lived through the 70s in New York and the, he lived through all that. He's like, this is the, he goes, this is so much worse. And because he said there really is, it feels like no way to fix this. He goes, you saw, like he was telling me, like in the 70s, you could see the problems. Like you could see that. And he said, we also like, we weren't all connected. He goes, the fact that we're all connected now with social media, he was, he, That's, yeah. he thinks, he was telling me that in 2009. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah. And I've said it before on podcasts. My dad, I remember exactly where I fucking was. Where it was a Joe and John's Pizzeria on Myrtle Avenue, which has one of the best Sicilian slices in Queens. So go check it out. And they have teen now they now they have new owners and they have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Your dad goes, your dad goes, society's crumbling. I'll take two hundred on black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad would have heart to hearts to me at Joe and John's Pizzeria. But it's fucking, it was, it's great though. It's still great. But anyway, he said to me, he goes, Twitter. He goes, you know, this is horrible yeah. because he was like, not everybody's supposed to be talking. He was no. like, society's supposed to have some people that talk and some people that don't. He goes, you can't give everyone the floor. I swear to God, when Twitter first came out, I had a bit where I said, doesn't anybody realize how right. bad this is? You realize you're not supposed to put everything that leaks into your head yeah. into public for right. conversation. That was like the biggest when my mom and I would argue. That was the biggest thing I like, you know, that was always my biggest criticism with her when we would fight was I would go, do you where is the filter? Like right. everything that pops up into your head, it just falls out of your mouth. Like, do you understand that it's insulting sometimes? Right. To just say what you think. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, that was a thing that like it's just your dad's 100 percent right. And then also, too. I took it out. I'm going to probably put it back in. I had a thing in the show about this, about like when you can see, because the new, the new hour I'm doing is all, it's just, it's hopeless. Like that's, that's the whole thing. There's no yeah. hope. There's no, it will never get, it's awful. I'll tell you a real telltale. Yeah. My friend. Makes you feel good. My friend. Yeah. My friend who's a, who's, who's very left and not annoyingly like, like he, you know, he criticized, like he's like, he's like a liberal in the way I feel like he's I'm like a liberal. He's like not advocating abortions at nine months. The, uh... <laughs> now word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Let me tell you something. Times are tough, you know, in the world. Uh, we all have mental health issues. It's not a shame. You're not, you know, shameful to go get help. I've done it. A lot of my friends have done it. And BetterHelp is awesome. You don't have to go to a therapist's office. Therapist office. All you do is sit from the comfort of your own home on your laptop or phone. They send you a link, and you're doing it right there, all online. It's great. They, you take a little quiz. They match you up with a counselor who's best for you, and that's it. And right now, if you go to B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, so BetterHelp.com slash HeyBabe, you're going to get 10% uh, off your first month. So that's a good discount. 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash HeyBabe. Telling you try therapy. It works for me. It'll work for you. BetterHelp.com slash HeyBabe. 10% off your first month. DoorDash, you know we love it. Me and Sally Babes talk about it every week. We use it all the time. We'll screenshot our DoorDash orders and send them to each other because we're, we're literally, we're, we're probably using it too much, but it's great because you can get healthy foods and go to the supermarket. It's not just, you know, you know, getting a, a meal here or there. It's like there's so much more to offer in DoorDash, and they work with all the big chains. You know, Cheesecake Factory, Chipotle, Popeyes. DoorDash is awesome. They have over 300,000 partners, including, you know, big chains and mom-and-pop shops. So DoorDash, shout-out. We like that you, keep, you, you care about those small businesses. Um, for a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value. So spend 20 bucks, you're going to get 50% off and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code HEYBABE22. 
Okay, so that's like legit. That's like an amazing deal. So all you got to do is go put DoorDash app, put in promo code HeyBabe22, and you're going to get 50 percent off up to a twenty dollars value. That's fifty percent off up to a twenty dollars value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code HeyBabe22. Don't forget that's code HeyBabe22 for fifty percent off up to a twenty dollars value and zero dollar delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, you could kill it up I, till it's kindergarten graduation. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel I, oh, yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. I should have been fucking somebody this should yeah. have been stopped, dude. Yeah, I was yeah. adopted. Uh, oh yeah, somebody I know, could have put that in. I know God got that even God was like, No, I'm telling you to discard it. God was like, even the parents don't want it. And you're taking it? The uh but uh what's it you no know, Russ Medieval always used to say to me, he goes, DeRosa, do you think your parents knew what a complete scumbag they were getting? Yeah. <laughs> He goes somewhere on planet Earth. Your real parents are going. We dodged a bullet with that yeah. one. The, uh, yeah, do you think like yeah? They're like, hey, we adopted this kid. You may know him from Better Call Saul, from one episode. But dude, <laughs> this is what my we friend. Adopted. Here's the thing, dude. My friend, I swear to God, my friend yesterday called me, and he go and he left me a voicemail, and he goes, and you know he's very much like, dude, you need to vote, like you know, and he right. and he like, I do believe in the in the Democratic Party for this reason and whatever, right. and, and like. But he criticizes his own party. He gives accolades to the right when they do things that he agrees with. Like, you know, he was Republican at one point, actually, uh, or voted that way at one point. My point is this. He said on the voicemail he left me yesterday, he goes, ah, I'm just driving home from voting. Yeah, because this time it's going to make a difference. And I was like, whoa. And he was being sarcastic. Course, and I was like, yeah. if this guy now is talking like that, like, that's like, that's it. Like, this, this is it. Like, right. People are. People, I have never seen people as a whole so completely hope. The entire country isn't supposed to be thinking in Tim Dillon's voice, <laughs> but yeah. it is. Well, it is. And that kid, he did what's right. I mean, that kid is buying fucking houses off of a yeah. podcast that, that he does in Charlie Rose's old studio. <laughs> <laughs> he sits in that black room screaming. <laughs> Well, dude, you know what's crazy is yesterday, you know, the voting, voting, this come out tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, the, you know, the, all the midterms, whatever. The voting, you know, they, they said that like 60% of the country is dissatisfied with Joe Biden, but then all the Democrats won the election. So that means people are like, wait, hey, we, 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 st we are dissatisfied with this party, but we're like, fuck it, we'll still vote for them. It's, it's, it's literally like, yeah, this, this politically is not good, man. I, I think that, I think that. Because uh, everybody's desperate. That's the thing. It's it's the parties now are pushed into the extreme wings. Right. There is no moderate aspect of either party as far as the, the legislation and the leaders go. It's all, it, in my opinion, it's all been pushed now to the far wings. The moderate people are the ones that are going, I'm done. I don't right. see any hope in any of this. Which, yeah. Those are the moderate people. The people on either side, like you said about a late late term abortions, right? Yeah. Abortions are great, a great thing to crystallize the argument. Late-term abortion is a thing that a lot of the left supports, but their response to that or their reasoning for that is saying because the right wants to get rid of it completely. So if this is the only way we can have it, yeah. we're going to have it this way. Yeah, then we'll set up your toddlers for a firing squad. Right, and, but yeah. then, the, but then the <laughs> right, it, yeah. but then the right is saying, well, you guys want late-term abortions, and if you're not going to reel it back, then then we'll just get rid of it completely. Th those are two such wildly extreme stances to yeah. take. 
But everybody is going, okay, you forced me now, whatever their party is, you forced me now into an all-or-nothing position, and I am going to go all-or-nothing. I'm choosing to just go, guys, I'm out. I'm not, I can't do this anymore with anything. I can't do it anymore. But but the thing that's really weird is, like, my cousin's a teacher, and all the little kids, right, when they grow up, they want to be an influencer. So I'm not that's worried what, about the old racist guys. They're going to die. Dude, yeah, it's a, they, that, that's like that's my, like a job professor. Well, my tr- friend's friend is a teacher. My friend's friend was a te- is a teacher. He was telling me that his friend who's a teacher, he has students that are like like five, five years old, six years old, and they there's a problem where the kids are biting each other because they don't know how to communicate because yeah. they grew up in the lockdown right. and they don't know how to be social. Yeah, so they bite. Dude, it's falling apart. apart. Is this what you tune into dude, Hey Babe for? Today, is this what Hey Babe is like every week? Yeah, yeah. dude, today. <laughs> dude, t- today. Sal's going to come back to this fucking disaster of a show. Like, you're ruining my show. Dude, literally today, because because the, you know, all of the Republicans didn't really win much in the midterms, literally today, I was driving two blocks away from my house in Staten Island. Somebody had a Chinese flag outside their house because they're <laughs> saying we we voted for communism. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, you, it's too extreme. They have a they. That means they bought a flag of from China. Uh, you know, they're not Chinese. They're I know with the families, they're white people, and they put a Chinese flag right in their front lawn. I was like, wow, <sighs> dude. But whatever, man. I'm on edible. I'm still high from last. Uh, let me ask you a question. I drove home last night on edibles. Was that like driving under the influence? Yes. You, oh, so even it's not about alcohol, <laughs> no. but how do they measure how much I, edibles? People think is- that weed doesn't count when you're driving. It 100% counts. It impairs. You can say it makes you focus more. You could say it makes you a better driver. You could say a million things. And maybe some of those things are true. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's an altering thing. It's it's worse than driving on medicines that are over the counter that they tell you not to drive on. You know so, what I mean? So, like, but but you think like like you get pulled over and you're on edibles. What are they going to do? They can't test your blood for I that. No, you can get away with it. But the point is, is if you kill a guy because you're on fucking edibles, you're driving under the influence. It doesn't matter. No, you I, still no kill, kill the guy, and going, you go, "I wouldn't have dude, done no, that I if was, I didn't." I was eat that going cookie. like 20 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah. yeah there was nobody's gonna. I was gonna kill, but me. Did you take edibles? I did yesterday. I did Mike Cannon's uh, edible show where you take edibles and do crowd work. <laughs> dude, it was dude to take edibles. Taking God, edibles and doing, and doing crowd work, it's crazy because, dude, like I started like, you know, doing like this, this crowd work and not having anywhere to go with it. And then just like stopping and like my mouth was getting so dry. And then I started talking to the, these Indian guys in the front row about like Indian politics and, and Were you freaking out at all. Yeah, because because, you know, it's not getting laughs. And then like you just see people looking at you and you're like, what the oh, fuck? That sounds like a nightmare, a nightmare, dude. And all I could hear was Mike Cannon dying, laughing in the back or so I thought. And then it was like, Mike, oh, thank God you were laughing in the back. It got me through because I wasn't in the room. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so I would do it. The, the edible show. Yeah. I, edibles. I, I enjoyed. I will say this. I woke up. I'm still a bit stoned, but I woke up this morning. Because the there is a a, a, a a medicinal purpose to these edibles. Because when I woke sure. up, I had a way better sleep. And when I woke up this morning, I just wasn't stressed. Like I wasn't sure. subtly angry at like you know my daughter for not getting ready in time because we're like gonna miss the bus stop. Like I was just like, hey, what, if if we miss the bus, I'll drive you to school. It's no problem. Like I had that vibe going. Like it's no problem. Like everything is no yeah. problem. So I think like I should start doing that like weekly. I keep saying I'm gonna get into yeah. ayahuasca and do it, and then I just and then I well, stop. Ayahuasca is a different. Story, yeah, but dude. we should Jesus, do it. Dude. You're gonna like see demons and shit. Yeah, but I think I might have to do it. You guys I, have to do it together. That's the podcast. I, you will not. I I will have a the the 
I've talked to people who've done ayahuasca, and I'm like, is it scary? And they're like, dude, it's, it, 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 like, you will have a fucking panic attack. That's part of it. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but they say I've that it cleanses attacks. you. I hear you. I've had bad trips where I've had panic attacks. It is not fun. I get it. Ayahuasca is a moderated thing where you can, you know, I, I understand all that. And maybe it does cleanse you. I do not want to go through that path of hell. Like, I don't, I can't even take weed, dude. It makes me, I, I'm tortured now because I've had to cut back way back on drinking. Did you used to like snort Ajax when you were a kid? What do you mean? Well, didn't, didn't you, weren't, weren't you one of those kids that like you did like hard drugs in your teens and 20s? In my teens and 20s? <laughs> in my 30s and 40s? <laughs> I thought you were one of those guys, like you were fucking, like literally, like you know, drinking pine saw, like, like I party, like, like yeah. that level no, I used of to like smoke weed every day for years. What's the hardest drug? What's the hardest drug you've coke. ever taken? Coke. But and coke. How, how did you get that? Like, how do you trust a coke dealer? Yeah, now it's well, fentanyl everywhere. Can't. I wouldn't do it now. You can't do it now. But dude. There was a oh, there was a time, boys. <laughs> there was a time where you could just have a a swell whole time. <laughs> Uh, well, dude, I, I had a friend who was so fucked up, he would walk around with Narcan on him. Jesus Christ. You know, yeah. like, how did, I don't know how he got it, but he no. had multiple Narcan shots. No, it's him. different. It's a different time now. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't fuck, people think it's just Coke. You can't buy, it's Adderall. They're putting, they're putting uh, uh, fentanyl on everything. There's, they're, 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 there's all the, always news stories. They're seizing these pill shipments that are coming over the border and they're finding You're out You're saying that, a regular over-the-counter medicine can have fentanyl now. Well, Here's the thing. People will buy, I don't know what the, the unit is called, but people will buy massive amounts of, of, of prescription like medicine oh, and sell it illegally, like Adderall Got is it. a great example. That now is getting made with fentanyl probably because somebody's able to produce it and, and make you think that you're buying the real thing when you're not. So who knows? I'm sure it could probably leak eventually into the real. Dude, it is, we are... This is it, dude. Like, this is a terrible, terrible, terrible time. Every, not every, but many, many major, major intellectuals from around the world are saying this is it. Like, this is as bad as it has yeah, ever been. Yeah, but it's been. not worse than, like, it's not worse than, like, World War II, and they got out of that. You know, that's always my thing. It's like, what? but, like, no. tell, tell that to the people in London or Germany in World War II. It's like, well, they, they came out of it. But here's, the, well, it's a different, but it's a different thing. Right. Nancy You're Pelosi talking, is Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different thing. I mean, yeah. the World War II was a fucking travesty. It was horrible, obviously. But as, and, bad, as bad as it is, you're going to miss right now when the robots come. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. We'll, we will look back on this and go, oh, we didn't know how good we had it. People are doing that now. Bill Maher, like when Bill Maher pisses and moans about Trump, he goes, George W. Bush. I mean, I didn't like him, but he was better than that. Like, yeah. like no matter what the thing is that you hate, Dude, I had a you will look back and go, that wasn't as I bad as I thought it was. And, and listen, uh, whatever your stance is, I know it's controversial, but like I had a friend. You know, he came to me, he, he, he didn't, you know, um, he has kids and stuff. And, and he came to me that, you know, saying like his, you know, his wife was pregnant again. And, you know, they, they had money and whatever. And she's like, but, you know, we're considering, you know, taking care of it, get an abortion because we genuinely are worried about like there being a, 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 a baby food supply shortage again. And we don't know if like right now is a good time to bring a baby into the world. And 99 times out of 100, I say, no, you'll make it work. And I you know, kind of said that still, but in my head, I was like, he's not like a, like, I guess if you have a new baby coming in, there was a baby food shortage but, last, last year. It's and, like, that could happen again. And by the way, by the way, that 
level of scrutiny of in in having a child yeah that should always be the level of scrutiny right you you know so like whether it's having a child or buying a house or buying a car or putting your thoughts on twitter or putting a video up or whatever it is you i think now what we are seeing is, is the backlash of people acting purely on impulse not thinking any decisions through not planning anything and what happens is it's it's overpopulation. It's oversaturation. It's right. Everything is it's it's so much. It's so much. It's so much. Right. It's so much. And now you're seeing the backlash of it. Right. And now all of a sudden people are going, wait a second. I don't know if I thought this through, but what about? And it's too fucking late. Right. right. You can't. Ha I'm not saying that's your friends. I'm just saying like, but you can't. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like it is too late for them. It's too late. If your nickname's Patty Fly Balls, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do, though? It's yeah. like, you know, how many people, you know, how many people. For whatever reason, like they're talk, there's articles about it now with like the the whole quiet kit quitting phenomenon. Quiet quit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like basically you're you're at work, but you're not doing your job. Yeah. It's, it's sort. It's it sort of that. It's I think it's evolved into that. But the idea of it initially was just I'm not going to take my job home with me. Oh uh, okay. Now look, not taking your job home with you and saying I'm not going to let my job control my life is backlash to to the to the capitalist. Yeah, well, you know, you're working 14 hour days, which is horrible. Right. So so that was complete excess and whatever. And then the backlash to that is like, OK, now there's quiet quitting. I'm not going to take the job mm -hmm. home with me. Quiet quitting is evolving now into I'm just not going to do my fucking job. We hit a point coming out of the lockdowns where it was two. It was one and a half jobs to every person, okay. which is why when you go into a lot of places or you call customer service or whatever it is, there's staffing issues. There's so many people. There people just like fuck yeah, I've you. Been, I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get my Whoop Fitness Band for months, and I can't get it because they don't have the staff in there. Right. I want my Whoop <laughs> Fitness Band. I right. Want my, I want to track my sleep and rest and recovery so, like Bert Kreischer. Right. So now, so now a fucking recession is about to hit. Right. Or I it think is. it already it's has hit. it. Yeah. It's hitting. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. You could tell by the, these ad numbers and the, my Patreon. I know. My God. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is one good thing about a, a recession is watching Chrissy Chaos Patreon go down. <laughs> yeah, just fucking <laughs> watch it plummet like the Dow Jones. It's fucking plummeting. But here's my point: is people now are going to be in a position where they're going to the light bulb is going to go off and they go, I don't know if I thought this through. I need a job now, and right. there's no jobs. Right. Well, it's too late. The yeah. light bulb can't go off when it's when you're in peril. Yeah, we already kind it, of made our business work with less workers and figured it out. So now there's no room for you. Or when you go in to get that job, people are going to go, fuck you. I'm sticking with the people that were there for me when I needed them. And now I have picked not me. I'm just saying anybody pick of the litter. Right. Pick right. of the litter. I, you know, I can, I can get a stockbroker <laughs> yeah. to pour coffee now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like. My it's my point is in, in just using the the thing the conversation your friends are having about the kid, I think people start to have these real. I'm not saying them. I'm just saying people in general. I think start to have these realizations about planning and and whatever, and but they're having them at the wrong time. And it's like it's like we all should have been doing this all along, and we right. weren't. And now we're in this fucking terrible. Well, also, terrible too, you know what I think is a big scene. thing. And then uh, you know what I think is, is a this big... too serious? Are we talking? I mean, too serious what, for I feel like sometimes you gotta fight. This is sometimes it's different. What do you want? You know, so this is the episode. God, I this everything I'm on bombs. This I'm is kind of like no, this will be fine. I kind of I still want you to talk. You want to save my painting for taste? Yeah, buds? we'll save your painting for taste buds. <laughs> I gotta. 
But I will say, but I think sometimes it's good to have a little bit of a different episode. Just fucking keep people on their toes. Okay? That's what I think. We're not too. talking about. We're not talking. You know, we're not laughing at videos of you know squirrels on skis. We're talking about real shit here. Your children and everything you know and love and everything you hope for in life is not going to happen in this life. So I'm just gonna have to die and get reincarnated <laughs> and try and fucking start it again. Okay, kill uh, yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> this has been hey babe. <laughs> no, real quick, I just want to say. I think too something that we should be doing, or something that I th is everybody like, and I'm doing this myself. Is like instead of trying to get more, 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 and how do I make more money and do this? It's like just try to figure out how to live comfortably with what you got. I think yeah. that's what we have to do now in this economy, and that's like a hopeful thing. Is how do I maintain the current life I have? What adjustments do I have to make? Why do I that's have to pivot? People have lost sight of it. This is what I was going to say earlier that I wanted to put back into my show uh, <clears throat> that I had taken out. This is all this episode was, is just Joe doing his bits in long form. <laughs> the, uh, the, no, what your dad said about, the, about us being connected, why it's so bad. Dude, uh, 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 the, the, the act of being gauche... And flaunting. What's gauche? Is that from Ari's special? <laughs> Jew. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Go see that. Flaunting. Yeah. Um, you know, like all this stuff. Like it when you're rubbing, that's what because that's all you see on these other things is all that hashtag best life bullshit. You go on and you see people pretending it's all bullshit, but it's hard to tell. And you have plenty of people out there that can't tell that it's fake. You go online and all you see is I got this and look at me here and I'm with this person and you're not and I ate this amazing meal and I have this and I have this. you see that all day and you're somebody that doesn't have shit. Well, guess what? Right. That's when people start going, OK, you want me to be fucking desperate? I'll be fucking desperate. Right. I'm coming to your house now. Right. And I'm going to take from you. Yeah. What you're rubbing in my face. I'm going to rob have. you from it. And now that's that's that's. <laughs> It's everywhere, dude. You can't go on the internet without it looking like you're living a worse life than everybody you're looking at. Well, now, now I've made it like when I did, went to the 1975 concert just a couple days ago. I instead of I, I posted one video early on in the show just for 10 seconds, and I said, "Put my phone away." I said, "I want to live in the moment. I don't need to. I don't need to document this for everyone else that I was here. I'm here for me." And that's it. And I enjoyed the concert so much more by not like having a prove because I would go through this things where it's like I got to prove that I was here. It's if you know, if it ain't on the gram, it don't count. It's like I don't live that like oh, that. Dude, anymore. it's insane. I took I would I'd to rather see not. I'd rather you not know I was there. I now, saw actually. Cypress Hill and KRS-One a couple weeks ago. I took a couple videos. I sent them to my buddies. Yeah. Like my buddies from high school. Like, dude, check it out. Remember, yeah. we used to listen to this song. Yeah. I'm here like. That's who I send it to. Once in a while, I'll put it up, and I put it up as, like, an accolade to the artist. Like, right. dude, this guy is amazing. Like, go see this show, whatever. It's never, like, look at me. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Or it's, at least it's never meant to be. But this this concept, yeah. but be in the fucking moment, man. Live your life. I only posted my videos and tagged the 1975 so they would let me into their after party oh, that Alex God. Edelman got into. I, I love it. it. I know, dude. Alex Edelman got into the Fuck. <laughs> Go see Joe DeRose at the Crane Theater. Yeah, yeah. December oh. 14th, Crane Theater, baby. Go do it, dude. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be in uh, the South. But, well, you know, you'll, you'll, see, you'll, you'll see us. Don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, don't hesitate to say, hey, babe.